Welcome to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And I'm your host, Angie Rogers Howell. Now, what is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast featuring awesome women in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they are doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. This week, we're brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. Who do we have on the show today? Today, we have Amy Shears of Fur in Focus Pet Photography and the Muncie Map Company. We're brought to you today by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. What do they have coming up? A virtual networking event. I'm going to it. I am too. I've already registered. I have as well. I saw the email this morning. (laughs) So you can network with us. Yes. When? Thursday, December 17th from 2 to 3.30. Do you miss networking? If you do, then the room is for you. So they've got this setup where you can like go to room to room to room, like speed networking or something. Yes, this is what they sent out in their email blast. Join us in an innovative virtual meeting space where participants can move freely between virtual tables and conversations. Control where you go and who you talk to at any time. So if you don't like the person at the table. I guess you can just dip. You can dip out. (laughs) That's awesome. Now, if I see, finally no, if I see somebody come into my table and they're there for like a minute and then they're out, I'm like, oh, they didn't want to talk to me. <laughs> but when you visit the room, you get intentional conversations, introductions, connections you've come to expect from any quality networking event. I mean, in Muncie, you can find pre-COVID and the before times, you could find a networking thing to do just about every day of the week. Yeah, and that's one of the things I've missed the most. At first, it was kind of nice. I'm like, oh, I have a break from networking and being on. But now it's like, I feel like I need to talk to people. <laughs> we might have been a little overboard. We were, yes. But now we're ready to get back in the groove. So during each event, you will gather to discuss a theme connecting our community. You decide who you want to connect with and what you want to discuss. Now, when is this again? Thursday, December 17th from 2 to 3.30. And it's all online. Register today at SchaeferLeadership.com. Today in the studio, we have Amy Shears, owner of Fur in Focus Photography and Muncie Map Company. Welcome. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are y'all? Doing good. Doing good. How's the store doing? Good. It is a holiday season, you know. It is. It's in full swing. Um, We made it through uh, Black Friday and Small Business Saturday and Cyber Monday. Very good. So now we're just trucking right along through the rest (laughs) of the season. Right. Awesome. Until well, January when everything dies. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about yourself. Are you from Muncie or someplace else? I am from Westfield. Okay. Oh, Westfield. All right. What brought you to Muncie? My husband. Okay. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that happens. <laughs> yeah, he's a native, and uh, I moved here in 2003 after I met him, and then we got married, and then we moved away for 12 years. Okay. So we went to Ohio, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania for school and jobs and such. And then we wanted to know what we wanted to do. We weren't happy where we were, and he said, I want to make maps, and I said, I want to take pictures, and we could do that here. So here we are. So here you are. Awesome. Now, you take a specific type of photo, uh, at least for fur and focus. Tell us about that. 
Sure. So my niche is pet photography. I do pet portraits of pets on their own and with the people that love them. Okay. So what kind of pets do you usually get in there? Mostly dogs is what I get. Um, But I'm doing a call right now for exotic animals like snakes and reptiles and anything people have, raccoons. <laughs> now, do you dress them up or do people bring in, bring them in kind of dressed up? If people bring them in dressed up, that's fine. I'm, I'm kind of a minimalist. I like to just concentrate on the animal themselves instead of a lot of props and things. I mean, that's a way to go. It's just not my style. Um, but if somebody requests it, they can bring in whatever they want. So Sometimes put my... I put like a bow tie on or something. Yeah. Just something a little. I'm going to put a little top hat on like our dog. You know, she's a girl, but that's okay. She's... Yeah. It's all good. I actually, I brought I brought my portfolio, and Ooh. since you mentioned a hat, there's one in here thing. Wow, that's a book. Now that's a portfolio. I, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cute. This I know guy. you he, people online can't see, but... No, uh, you can't. <laughs> he's, cute. he's got a little boat, a little, a little coat, and a hat. He's so cute. He was in their people's wedding. Oh, so. that's... Now, do you have these photos online, like on the website? Yes, that you can go to the website. Um, everything that's in this portfolio is on my portfolio on- online as well. What's the website URL? It is furandfocuspetportraits.com. Okay, excellent. Perfect. I like, I'm, I don't know, I'm a sucker for like animals dressed up in little things. <laughs> no, it's super cute. <laughs> now, have you gotten requests for, uh, I've seen it online a lot where they uh, take the photo of the dog's face or whatever and put it on like a uniform or uh, like a, a king's outfit, that kind of thing. Oh yeah. Um, I actually did a fundraiser for Grateful Rescue and Sanctuary here in Muncie where I did that a few weeks ago. And I actually just had one commissioned by a client as well. I'm going to have a cat that's a little sailor. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> So back to you, uh, Westfield, Indiana. Did you grow oh, right. up there the entire time? Or? Yeah, um, the whole, whole time. Um, I moved away when, well, in 2003 is actually when I really moved away. Um, yeah, it was a little farm town then, though. It's not yeah. like it is now. Like, people rode tractors to school and stuff. So it's a lot different now. When I tell people, tell, I tell people I'm from Westfield, they're like, oh. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, no, no, no. I'm like, <laughs> the no. The expansion I'm of from the old Indianapolis <laughs> and yes. I'm from before it became a bedroom community. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, so that's where I grew up, right here in Indiana, not just an hour south of here. So how'd you get into photography? Well, um, of course, like many photographers, I always had a camera in my hand when I was a kid. Um, So I have buckets and buckets of photos that someday I'll actually go through. Mm -hmm. But um, let's see, in 2008 or so, Andy, my husband, got me my first DSLR at the time, because before then it always been film, of course because I'm that old, everyone. <laughs> so are we. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I started experimenting with that. And um, the first thing I did was went to the shelter and started taking pictures of adoptable animals. And I would go and just take however many they had and take all their pictures. And that's really how it all started with a pet photography, is doing that that way, because you need a lot of patience to be a shelter photographer. They're a lot of times scared. They're disoriented. They don't know you. They don't want to look at you. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing so it really built up my patience and how to work with different animals in different situations okay what's like the weirdest animal or most unique animal you've had to shoot to shoot um honestly that's an excellent question but i guess maybe a gerbil okay (laughs) gerbils hamsters guinea pigs something like that okay (laughs) (laughs) he was up for adoption so he got his picture taken and oh that's cute it was very adorable (laughs) 
So are you a, it sounds like you like pets. Are you a pet owner yourself? I am. Um, I have rescue dogs at my house. Um, we've had cats before too, but not mm-hmm. right now. Um, we're really big into rescue. We've been a foster home since about 2006 or so. We have fostered over 100 dogs. Okay. And uh, we, that's most of it was when we lived in Ohio and there was a lot of high kill shelters. Mm-hmm. So we'd just go and be like, who's on death row today? And they'd show us and we'd you know, do okay. some things to make sure they'd be okay together and whoever we could take, we'd take. Okay. So we're those crazy people. Hey, that's okay. <laughs> the world needs those people, so that's that's great. I'm the lady driving down the road with like four dogs in the back. <laughs> <laughs> now you say in 2017 or around that time, Muncie Map Company and Firm Focus um, really opened up down here in downtown Muncie. Right. What you? What are some of the things you did between 2003 and 2017? <laughs> Well, um, I went to college. Okay. Okay. Where'd you go to college at? Here at Ball uh, State? Or? Kent State. Kent, Kent State. State. In Ohio. Ohio. Okay. Yeah. I was finishing my bachelor's there because I never finished it. Um, and my husband was getting his PhD there. Okay. So that's what took us over there. And we were there for about six years. And then he got his first job in Wisconsin up by Green Bay. And we were there for a couple of years. And then he went to another job in Pennsylvania, in central North Pennsylvania, where there's nothing. <laughs> and um, we were there for about four years, and we just decided that he decided that's not what he wants to do, is be in academia anymore. And so we decided to do what we want and uh, move back here. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, tell me a little bit about him, because uh, he's, he's in the business as well, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big, big part. He's, uh, he's the map maker. That's the all I know guy. about yeah. him. But it sounds like he's... Uh, uh, <laughs> PhD, right? Uh, is that in mapology or whatever you call <laughs> it? Cartography, is cartography. Okay. Yeah, um, it's in geography. He's a human geographer, so he studies um, people and places and how they interact and over space and things like that. Oh, okay. Uh, he does a lot of did a lot of stuff with social justice, things of that nature. Um, but he's also a cartographer. He got his first two degrees at Ball State. So um, that's where he picked up that at. And he's always loved to make maps. And if I may say, he's really good at it. He's one of the few people in the country. Right. We're one, as far as we know, we're one of 12 shops like ours in the nation. Okay. That's cool. So in the shop, what kind of maps do you guys do? Well, all kinds of maps. Um, We have a small shop, but you'd be surprised how many maps we can fit in there. (laughs) Um, He does custom maps for people. Um, We can do any place, any time period, any style, anywhere in the world. And he also does, um, well, both of us do, actually. We restore historic maps. So we take the digital scans and we restore them, and then we print them there at our shop. So we take out the rips, tears, and stains and things like that and make them look like new again. Cool. And then, of course, we also sell maps that are mass-produced, mm-hmm. too, like by Rand McNally or National Geographic, um, things like that. I don't know. There's just all kinds of... You just have to come in and see everyone. <laughs> yeah, you have Or globes. go to the website. Yeah, we have I globes, too. All kinds spheres of Spheres and globes. Very cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, my bachelor's is geography as well. Okay. And Leo, our employee, is also uh, a geographer so and a meteorologist. Okay, so you guys, you know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So, good. It's our thing. Awesome. When <laughs> I used to live in California, and I worked for the uh, lapidary company, so it's all about, like, gems and mines and minerals and things like that, which is not my skill set. But I had, was their purchasing agent, so I bought all their stuff. So I bought topographical maps of 
every area in California from the USGS and <laughs> US Geological Survey. And I remember I would buy all these maps. I'm like, I don't know what the heck any of this stuff means. <laughs> I don't know where any of this stuff is, but I knew how I could buy some maps if I needed to. But now I can go to you. <laughs> right. You just like walk down the street. Exactly. Right there. We have all the maps you'll ever need. Ever need. And, and the only map you can buy of Muncie. I did not know that. I didn't know yeah. Okay. There so, used to be a folded one you could get, but um, it's out of print and we can't get it anymore. So we're it. All right. <laughs> so in your store, not only do you have maps, globes, uh, and you have your studio and everything there, you sell all kinds of Muncie-themed things. Tell yes. us about that and how you got involved in that. Well, for anyone who hasn't noticed yet, we love Muncie. And we love living here and trying to make it the best city we can. We didn't know we were going to do this, actually. We were just going to sell maps. <laughs> <laughs> But then we made the Skyline t-shirt, which was our first one. It says Muncie and it has our skyline and the outline of uh, Indiana. And it kind of just took off. People were excited to see things that, you know, put Muncie in a good light because we see a lot of great things here. You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of people are very down on Muncie and talk about, you know, crime and how we have abandoned buildings and industry that's gone. and, And, you know, that happens everywhere. Oh, yeah. We're not unique in that. But we can be unique in what we make Muncie now. And I really think it's coming back as more of an arts town, mm-hmm. really. For sure. Like, we punch way above our weight class in arts here in Muncie. Not this year, because it's 2020. <laughs> well. And we all can't go to anything. <laughs> but normally. <laughs> normally we do. And focusing on the positive and the, the kind of quirky things that, you know, Muncie has to offer. Such as the purple hippo. I know that's a that's a favorite right now. Uh, <laughs> you've got a sweater made with purple hippo on it. And, oh, yes. Uh, looks very cool. Yes, Leo made that design. It says, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. And it has our Muncie hippo in the middle. And that's just one of those memories of anybody that was in Muncie from, like, the 70s through the late 90s, mm-hmm. early 80s. Yeah. Only a few of those two. Um, I actually saw it when I lived here before, so I, I have actually seen the hippo, and it does exist. Everyone always asks us that. Uh, we believe it's in a storefront out by the mall yeah. oh. somewhere. That's what there. I've heard as well. Yeah, yeah that, but it needs repaired. It's just a big fiberglass hollow hippo. And Anybody from Arrowhead listening, feel free to make that happen. Exactly. Right? Make Mark, another Mark fiberglass. Mark you want to make that happen? You want to repair the purple hippo? <laughs> purple hippo happen again. <laughs> That's right. We we want it back. Everybody always wants it back and I was like if we if we have an opportunity, we would purchase it and and bring it back to life. So, we'll awesome. see. So what do you like to do for fun? For fun? Yeah, well, besides work and, you know, <laughs> stuff. I mostly work, mm-hmm. uh, but my job is my hobby. So it kind of all goes together. But I mean, if I'm not at work, I'm probably like watching a TV show with Andy or playing with my dogs in the backyard. Something, you know, not very exciting, but <laughs> that's okay because the life, rest of my life is pretty busy. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a favorite TV show? Um, no. You know what? I don't really have a favorite anything, hardly. Okay. I have a favorite movie. Okay. Well, we'll get to that. In we'll get that to that in the lightning round. <laughs> <Hang> on to <laughs> that. <laughs> I have a problem picking favorites of anything, so. Okay. That's all right. So what are some of the organizations you're involved in? Well, the first one, is the Professional Photographer of America. Um, that's one that a lot of people know of. Um, it just has a lot of educational resources that connects photographers all around the nation. And then the other one, which I'm more excited about, honestly, is called HeartSpeak. And it is an organization of artists helping animals. So it's photographers, illustrators, um, painters, anything. And they all come together to help shelter animals. So that's where we all share our knowledge and ways to get better photos because if they're seen, they're saved. Mm-hmm. 
So that's one I'm really passionate about. I'm going to say, that seems right up your alley. Yeah, yeah cool. sounds like it. <laughs> Those are my people. All right. Tell me what's on your bucket list. Um, my biggest thing on my bucket list is probably traveling in Europe because I've never been. Mm-hmm. I've been a lot of places in the United States, but I've never been to Europe. And I'd like to, and South America, actually, I've been lots of down there. But um, I've never been to Europe. And I'd like to just take like two or three months by train and just travel around and experience that post-COVID. Yeah, one of these days when we're allowed to go places. Right. <laughs> now, what took you down to South America? Um, well, I went on a few cruises with my in-laws that took us with them. Oh. We went to uh, Mexico City. We've been to Caymans. We've been to Jamaica. What's something you wish you had known when you were first starting out? I think I wish I would have known how heavily involved a business is. Um, you know, I think that happens to most of us that start a business. Oh, yeah. You get an idea and you want to get it started and you just kind of go for it. You know, maybe you make a business plan, that type of thing, which I did. Good. Uh, I think I always tell other photographers that are starting out is, you know, shooting is going to be about 10% of your job. And 90% of it is taking care of clients and doing paperwork. Yep. Luckily, I love all those things. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I had, we had a friend just approached us today. He's got a business idea. It's going to be great and wonderful. And I was like, that's fabulous. When you figure out how you can make money at it and like orchestrate it all and make it all work, then come talk to me and I will gladly talk about it further <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so ideas are great but yeah that, that's good yeah i definitely that's uh, one reason farmhouse has been successful i think is because of her she enjoys that part the the accounting the uh tracking the stuff that actually has to happen i i get the fun fun job of actually creating things yeah you make pretty websites <laughs> <laughs> i pay the taxes and the stuff and whatever which most of the time i'm good at but right now i don't feel super great at any of those things <laughs> <I'm doing. laughs> but i'm getting i'm getting there i'm getting better how has uh, the pandemic uh, affected your business over the past year well um it affected us pretty hard really yeah. Uh, in March, we shut down the shop and we moved our computers home and worked remotely as much as possible. And then we didn't go back until we didn't go back ourselves, Andy and I, until about June. And then we didn't open until maybe October. And that was very limited, like just one, you know, one group at a time, masked, the mm-hmm. whole thing. Um, so it's been a really slow process. Um, I think a lot of people are having a lot going on in their lives right now. Obviously, a lot of extra stress and things and going out and buying things for fun has not always been a thing they could do or mm-hmm. are thinking about, which I totally understand. Um, but it's all been good and bad. You know, we've made it through. We're still here. We still have our employees. Um, we're making it. That's, you know, that's yeah. the best thing. Um, but I know a lot of people didn't. Yeah. So it's just been tough for everybody in different ways. You know, it depends on your situation, but nobody's made it through unscathed. Yeah, um, and I would imagine it probably, especially on the the pet portrait side, I mean, you can't bring people in and families with like their dogs and, you know, rustling people to dogs to the ground (laughs) and whatever, I think would make it pretty tough in a COVID world and stuff like that. It does. It makes it a little interesting. I mean, usually what I've done is just everybody's masked until maybe they take a picture. Mm-hmm. And usually it's just a few pictures with their people, um, mostly the pets. And so it's just like, take the mask off real quick. We're going to make this picture happen. We get it all set up before we take the mask off, click the picture. And then that's that's just how it has to go. It's, so it's not always as natural as I'd like it to be, mm-hmm. just because of the situation that we're under with needing to be protected from each other. Right unfortunately. Um, But nobody's had any problems, you know, masking up for me and coming in. 
and um, everybody's been really great and we just take it in stride luckily I'm a very patient person so I just let it happen and you know we do the best we can yeah and everybody's I think just trying to figure it out and make it happen and do what we can do to get along and all that so oh definitely for sure and now it's time for the lightning round quick questions and quick answers so number one question what's your favorite band or artist pass <laughs> can't pick one huh i i have a real hard time picking things like that it changes but you are all the a music time. lover i am i'm a huge music lover um which you're gonna probably find out in a minute are you an early bird or a night owl i am a night owl although covid has made me more of an early bird because there's nothing to stay up late and do <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> what is your favorite book That'd be another pass. Another pass. Hard pass? Oh. <laughs> you're, you're getting all the passes, husband. <laughs> I mean, it's a lightning round, so these are quick. That's all right. Pass. <laughs> have you ever met anyone famous? Nope. Nope. I never have. You know, I really thought about this, and I have not. I'm just not one of those things. That's all right. I haven't met many. I either. haven't either. What's your guilty pleasure? Reality TV. Okay. I mean, I can't go too far. Like, I can't go into the rabbit hole to the Kardashians. <laughs> no offense far. to anybody that likes that, but I can't do it. What's some of your faves? Um, an old favorite would be Toddlers and Tiaras. Okay. It's kind of like a train wreck mm-hmm. that you just get to watch. And awesome. I am very guilty about watching it, but here we are. I am a Real Housewives fan, which I know is terrible, and it's almost on par with kardashians but i don't care i still i like it what's your favorite movie my favorite movie is best in show oh that's a good movie what's your hidden talent i can sing okay that's a thing i do (laughs) i don't do it often okay but yeah that's were you in like choirs in school or oh yeah okay in high school i was like in four different choirs with the indianapolis youth chorale and all that stuff okay big choir nerd here me too excellent so along those lines do you sing in the shower I do, if there's music playing. Okay. What about in the car? Always. Always. Awesome. Awesome. You're a singer then. If you ever see me in the car and my mouth will be open doing some of that singing. Singing? You feel free to make fun of me. I do that too. I'm either singing in the car or like talking to myself in the car. So I look like a crazy person, but I don't care. (laughs) Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Trek. I like Star Wars just fine, but Star Trek is where it's at. What's your most used emoji? Probably the laughing or the shrug emoji. I think the the shrug is is big this year because I'm just like, I I got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for being our guest today. Thank you for having me. No problem. Thanks for stopping by the farmhouse. Bye. Bye. It's the holiday season. The holiday season. And we're playing a game (laughs) about Christmas music because the holidays are upon us. They are. They are upon us. And so is the holiday music. Some of it is great. Some of it is not so great. Now, right before this podcast recording, we were listening to, what was it? Boys to Men. Yes. Let It Snow, mm-hmm. which sounded like baby making music for Christmas In the people. 90s. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell you, I had the Boys to Men Christmas CD. Back in the day. Back in the day. I don't know how my, my parents probably obviously did not listen to that because it sounded like baby making music. <laughs> but but it was about Christmas, about the joy of the year. Well, this one said, like, let the angels sing because we're together. I'm like, ooh, yeah. all right there, boys to men. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. But how about TLC's Sleigh Ride? We were listening to that, too. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. Here in that left eye, Lopez, and tear just came out of my eye. I miss her. <laughs> how about another one? Uh, the Eight Days of Christmas by Destiny's Child. I have no clue about that one. 
the eight days of Christmas, my baby nope. to me. They're talking about that all the things that their bay is bringing to them or whatever really? for Christmas. I'm gonna have to show it I to have you. Not, I have not heard this. One. Yes, you. Once you hear it, you'll be like, oh wait, yes, I do know that. <laughs> <laughs> I have Billboard's top ten Christmas songs. Oh, I love Billboard. I know. This is why I picked it for you. I've been listening to the radio in the top uh, forty countdown, or I used to religiously. At noon, well, right up until noon every Sunday morning. You had your like your little, even when you were like a little yeah, DJ K- boy. Casey Kasem and the that other guy who sounded like a duck. Who? He Rick did Dees? disco duck. Rick Rick, Rick Dees. Okay, yes. Rick Dees duck. bringing you the hits. <laughs> <laughs> I would uh, I would go back and forth between those. But you like had your little Walkman and stuff, and you'd sit on the swing at your mom's house and listen to your to your shows. <laughs> yep, all all the all the pop shows. Here's. Such a little old man. It's so cute. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. this is right up your alley because it is Billboard's top 10 Christmas songs. All right. You get to guess them. Oh, just number 10 right now? 10. I, I can guess number one. I know I can guess number okay. one because it has to be Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas is you. Ding, ding, ding. That is correct. I know it. I am so sick of hearing that song. If I never heard it again, I'd be fine. <laughs> but, but she's number one. She's number one. And she is number one in our niece's heart. Roro loves yes. that song. So Let's go with Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer by Gene Autry. I think that's a classic. That is number seven. Number seven. Yes. Okay. I'm doing pretty good. Doing all right. Well, let's go with a Perry Como uh, holiday season or home for the holidays. One of the two. Um, no. Perry's not on there. Perry He's Como not as popular not, as he used to be. He must be slipping off of the off of the list. All right, give me a hint. I mean, we've been listening to all of these on repeat for quite for the last week, <laughs> <laughs> and I keep saying I can't listen to these songs anymore. Chestnuts roasting on a fire. What's that? The Christmas song by Nat King Cole. Yes, that is number six. Boom. <laughs> I can't even give you a hint because they're all the ones you've listened to. On our classic holiday list. Well, I'm trying to... Well, uh, uh, Frosty the Snowman. Is he on there? The Snowman? The Snowman. <laughs> it's like the greatest showman. <laughs> it's like so, the way people say weekend or weekend. Nobody says it like that. But no, it's like... Well, it's friends. You wouldn't get it, but like Phil Spider-Man or Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say again? I can't remember. <laughs> Frosty the Snowman. No, Frosty the Snowman is not on here. Oh, baby, it's cold outside. Nope. Nope, not on there at all? Nope, you have struck Uh, out, man. So there's some by a lady. Just give me her name. I'll I'll guess it. Brenda Lee. Oh, rocking around the Christmas tree. Yep. Boom. That's number four. Andy Williams. It was just on in our office ten minutes ago. I know, but I'm trying to... It's not home for the holidays. Nope. Most wonderful time of the year. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) All right, so all the way for Christmas is you, number one. Number two... It's the most wonderful time of the year, Andy Williams. Number three, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell. Jingle Bell Rock by yep. Bobby? Bobby Holmes. Yes. <laughs> How do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree, Brenda yep. Lee. Brenda Lee. Uh, number five is by Burl Ives, the one from Rudolph. I don't know. A holly Jelly Christmas. Oh. <laughs> All right, uh, number six, the Christmas song, Merry Christmas to You, Nat and Cole. Number seven, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Gene, Gene Autry. Number eight is a more recent, but not like yesterday recent, but more like 80s recent. Wham! George Michael? Oh, Last Christmas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Taylor Swift actually did that song, too. Okay, well, she didn't do it in the 80s because she wasn't alive. <laughs> what about Bruce Springsteen? Santa Claus is coming down? Not on this No! List. Man. Uh, number nine is by Dean Martin. Oh, um, something about snow. Yes. Let us know. Let, let us know. Snow, there let we go. Snow. 
And number 10, and another one by Gene Autry. He had two? Apparently. Here comes Santa Claus. Really? Yes. He did that one plus, Rudolph? That's what Billboard.com says. So those are the top 10 songs, Christmas songs, as ranked by Billboard.com. Yes. So what do you want for Christmas? My two front teeth. All I want is you. Oh! I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at GoneBoss.com or hashtag GoneBoss. We're on Instagram at GoneBoss2K or you can find us on Facebook just by searching Gone Boss. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might use it on the show. If you like what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. Today's episode was brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Check them out at SchaeferLeadership.com. Have a great rest of your day, and don't forget to tune in next week and find out who has gone, gone boss. boss.